welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Kiss Means Forever. Forever. This is the podcast that makes you work really, really hard to achieve something wonderful. But you know, in the end, it's worth it. Anyway, we're talking about your favorite made-for-TV <laughs> romances, the kinds that you find on Hallmark, Netflix, other places we've already talked to you about, and more. And more, yeah. Uh, so today, uh, we're going to go with Hallmark, as we often do, uh, and talk about a little movie from uh, May 27th, 2017. So this must have been Memorial Day weekend movie. All for love. Uh, I don't know if this means anything to you, Katie, but every time I see or hear this title, like, my brain wants to make it all for you, the Mariah Carey song. (laughs) Is that the all for you? Yeah. You gotta have me. It's all for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Right. (laughs) Um, So this is the synopsis by Hallmark. When a romance novelist is teamed with a Navy SEAL as research for her book by a mandate from her publisher, she is less than thrilled, and he is more than honest. However, as she works with the SEAL, she she has a change of heart and learns to look at her life and writing with a different point of view. And it stars Sarah Rue, Steve Basic, and Terrell Rothery. Beautiful. And thank you for knowing how to say his last name, because I didn't. Uh, I looked it up when I was watching the movie. (laughs) Well done. So, Sarah Rue is Joe, who has lost her romance writing mojo. Her last book was under-researched, and she got slammed for it, like super slammed. Uh, Her latest book is kind of headed in the same direction, and it looks like she... It's just sad. Anymore, to top it off, how can you be a romance writer and not believe in love? It's a weird concept. Mm -hmm. Um, And because she's lost her belief in romance, she's sworn off dating. Um, But when those around her point out the flaws in her writing, Joe gets a bit defensive. And in fact, she's kind of almost always defensive about everything. Even when a handsome stranger rescues her from a sidewalk accident, she didn't notice. It's not her fault her coffee spilled, but it's his fault. I'm defensive. Uh, So in order to avoid the under-researched problem, Joe's publisher, Diana, brings in her little brother, so Diana's little brother, Colin, played by Steve Basic. And Colin used to be a Navy SEAL. And now runs this, like, Navy SEAL-like boot camp, um, which is not connected to the military, but has military-like structure and has a lot of military people in it. I'm a little confused. I don't really... Yeah, it's like acting school. You know, yeah. you go there to get in shape. Yeah, but, but like, you can already be in the military to be... I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it's unimportant. Uh but Colin is, of course, the same handsome stranger who Joe spilled her coffee all over. So we've already had a, a meet cute that wasn't uh, Diana orchestrated. Um, and his job is to basically make sure that Joe's facts are correct and that the story feels real. And 
he does that by forcing her to join his boot camp and go through essentially Navy SEAL training. Hilarious. The coffee plus the boot camp at the crack of dawn doing punishing physical activities does nothing to endear Joe and Colin to uh, one yeah. another. They are very frosty to each other. Plus, Joe is very much not military. She's not used to the command structure and ends up talking back a lot, giving her team a lot of extra running and uh, chores to do and things like that. And she, it kind of makes Joe the social outcast with, the, with her team as well. Plus... Joe can't swim, which is kind of a problem because it's the Navy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So there's that obstacle to overcome as well. Yes. So after her first day of boot camp, uh, really unsurprisingly, Joe wakes up and has just like full on body muscle pain, can't move. Yep. Terribleness. That I'm sure everyone has experienced at some point. Um, Maybe not to this extent, but you know. Uh, So she decides to skip camp and her bestie comes over to do this like one-on-one yoga class with her to help her muscles feel better. But then Colin arrives and he's upset because Joe skipped camp and let down her team because she wasn't wasn't thinking about it and was Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to show up and I don't have to tell anybody I'm not coming either. He, they basically, like, force him into taking the yoga class, too. Um, and he thinks it's going to be, like, this frou-frou girly thing that's not helpful. Uh, but it ends up kicking his ass and being really hard for him because it's, like, a different skill different, set. Different stuff. So uh, yeah. the two of so – Joe and Colin, they start to have some mutual respect for each other. Yes. Since yes. Joe can do yoga. Colin can do Navy SEALs. Right. <laughs> And they can learn from each other and eat pizza. Um, Anyway, Joe being Joe is kind of terrible at the physical stuff at boot camp, but she really is trying. Um, So during a competition of holding a large log over their heads, Joe wins over her team by talking them through some yoga breathing exercises that allow them to breathe through the pain and win. Plus... She's really good at helping them out with their romantic problems. They keep coming to her for advice, so it's kind of actually really cute. Um, Colin, on seeing this, becomes impressed. While this is happening, you know, like, Joe goes to boot camp in the morning. Uh, her book is getting better. Her writing is getting better. It's it's feeling more real, but it's not quite there yet. Um, she's starting to get the seal facts right, but the romance part just, like, there's something off. Uh, but her pro- publisher wants the book to be a success, so she hosts a book preview launch party. Didn't know that was a thing. Uh, <laughs> to drum up interest. Um, and the only person that Joe feels like good talking to at this party is Colin. And Diana is like, ooh, please do not distract my writer, little brother, with you falling in love with her. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> right. Um, but Joe is starting to see Colin in, like, the cute guy sort of way. Um, and this is especially true during the book cover photo shoot when Colin notices that the model is wearing the wrong uniform. And when the only uniform they have is Colin's personal one, 
he ends up being the cover model. And when Joe steps in to make sure his suit looks all good, they have a moment. And this moment is caught by the photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the the big, like, major issue. Uh, Colin is set to go to New Zealand to open a new international branch of boot camp. So he's going to go bye-bye. Uh, and Joe doesn't even have a passport, so they shouldn't start something because she can't go or won't go or she's she's very comfortable at home. Yes. Um, uh, they have another moment when Colin insists he teach Joe how to swim, but then he later bumps into his ex at a coffee shop and they, you know, decide to catch up because they're friendly and Joe sees it and misunderstands, assuming that they're together and that she was reading too much into the moments that she felt they had. Right. So because of this, Joe, you know, starts acting a little distant and Colin isn't sure why Joe starts behaving cold to him. Um, Diana notices that uh, Colin is down because of this, like he's confused. And when confronted, he admits to to Diana that he's fallen in love with Joe, which he acknowledges is crazy and can't work. But since that ship's already sailed, Diana encourages him to tell Joe how he feels. But when he goes to tell her... Joe uses the term friends and, you know, that's sort of he takes it as like, oh, she only likes me as a friend. So he chickens out and doesn't say how he truly feels about her. So with the book now done and the publisher and critics happy, uh, Joe has to do book signings because, you know, that's what authors do. Uh, So Colin drops by having written out his feelings in the book for her to read like a yearbook signing. Um, since he couldn't tell her and he asked her not to read them until later but Colin's ex that he had had coffee with is also at the signing because she likes the book and Joe recognizes her and uh, is like oh you're with Colin and this woman is like no I'm not we dated for like a hot second many many years ago and so Joe is like oh he's actually single I should read Colin's note immediately and stop the signing and go so when she learns from the note (laughs) that he loves her too joe doesn't know what to do with this information um but diana and joe's bestie and all her boot camp buddies all come in on the little stoop that she's sitting on outside the the signing and they they all insist that she goes after colin and it's a really good thing that Diana and Colin are siblings since Diana has the flight info for his trip to New Zealand. Her bestie books Joe a seat on the plane. So Joe dashes out to grab a cab to the airport, but OMG, Colin is still outside and stops her. He decided that he can't go and leave her. But Joe, being the one with the portable career... Like we know, you can work from home. Um, She insists (laughs) that home is going to be where he is. So she will come with him. And so they kiss. And since one kiss kiss means forever, their home might be New Zealand or the U.S. or pretty much anywhere as long as the other is there too. The end. Hello. (laughs) All for love. They do it all for love. (laughs) <laughs> okay so 
before just did, did can you can you just uh, since I don't remember it happening but maybe they do and you mentioned in the synopsis that she doesn't have a passport did she no. ever get a passport no okay I, that was I, on my mind no she does not have a passport she cannot get on a plane she, she it can't happen it's okay okay because <laughs> I know she's never been of... anywhere but maybe she had a passport for funsies I don't know no no, she, she specifically says she doesn't have a passport. At no point in the movie does she get a passport, which, you know, even, like, expedited takes, like, two weeks. Right. <laughs> like, she is not getting on a plane to New Zealand with no time. Like, it's not, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> cool. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. No. Uh, that's also, if you read any of the, like, bl- you know, goofs on, like, IMDb, that's, like, one of the major ones of, like, she can't get on a plane. Like, right. It, even with the whole, like, we figured it out. You don't need to have a bag packed because you have a credit card. As if that is a sane reason to go on a trip to a foreign country without a bag. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of feel like there are going to be other trips to, or flights to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. You can prepare for a second for for 12 hours go home right. we'll take a shower buy some pack some undies you know right like take the dress off put on yoga pants for the what 20 hour flight right <laughs> like, right <laughs> there are there are thoughts you have there to think thoughts. about these things um oh there's so many issues that i have with this movie but also, like, the timing of this movie is problematic. How um, how many days are they are they in each other's company? I'm unclear. It seemed like it was a month, but it also could have been shorter. It doesn't, Or longer. Yeah, so I think from the beginning of the movie until the end of the movie is three months. Okay. Based on, like, some of the stuff that they talk about with the book. And... Okay, except for the fact that I do not believe that you can turn in a book and have it be in print and critiqued in what feels like a day and a half. Right. <laughs> like, I agree with you there. It, it does seem a bit uh, truncated. Right. Like, I, I just don't believe that, like, her deadline is such where, like, it goes to print immediately after the deadline. I just, I, I was having problems with that portion yes, i agree um but i don't know what it's like in the world of romance nora roberts seems to turn them out pretty pretty quickly but who knows yeah i think that i mean i think a lot of romance writers do turn them out pretty quickly because it's a formula yeah but that doesn't mean that the one that comes out in you know june is the one that got finished in may truth I think the one that comes out in June was finished in February, and the one that was finished in May comes out in August. <laughs> Just like the Hallmark movies themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, yay. Um, so, I, yeah. I, I, had, I had problems with that. And um, this is one of the gazillion Hallmark movies where when he declares his love for her to Diana – and it, in that way, that is very stupid, where he's like, I can't be in love with her because we haven't even kissed yet. 
my response was, but why? Why do you love her? At what point did that happen? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, is I, I know that there, there are a lot of movies where that is definitely the case. Upon rewatching this one, mm-hmm. I, I felt their attraction a lot more. See, I, I understood their attraction. I, I got their attraction. I just didn't get it didn't get to love to me. I was like, these people want to like bone down. Sure. Sure. But like love. It, it, it didn't get to love. Yeah. And I and I'm I'm a little bit curious about that because she's only ever been with one person. Yeah. And they they talk about this person, Todd, so what? much that it's almost <laughs> kind of distracting. I was a I was expecting two things. I was expecting Todd to show up at some point. Yeah, it's surprising that he doesn't. Um I was also expecting her bestie, which I guess we don't we did we name her? I just don't no, remember her name. I don't remember her name was so unimportant. Her name is Bestie. Um her <laughs> her bestie brings up Todd so much that I almost wondered if she was dating Todd. Like just kind of the way that she was asking about him, like you're over him, right? Like that was a yeah. long time ago. And like almost asking advice about Todd. So I was su- kind of surprised that that never happened. They only did it a year. She's mm-hmm. never been with anybody else. So I'm not surprised that small attraction would be I'm in love with you now, considering that sure. shelteredness. Okay. It, I actually, I, I will even give that to you. It's on his end that I find it very mm. suspect. I see. Uh, like him being like, I'm in love with her and we haven't even kissed yet. I was like. Who are like what alien has taken over your body and started saying these things to your big sister? Like that's such a weird. Everything about this is weird. Um, I, you know what's funny though, Hannah, is <laughs> this is not new for any of these movies, and I know like that that's the thing. But we are constantly surprised, and we are constantly giving this note. And I wonder if it's because you and I are women of a certain age that have, you know, had our time with, like, flirtations or or not, you know, whatever, where – and maybe even just a little bit jaded and, cyn- and cynical about, like, needing to make out with someone or bone someone does not mean – like, maybe I no. never want to see you again after our time together, you know? <laughs> But that's not out of the question for us. But the fact is that these romance novels exist. It's true. For it's this true. reason. That, that is true. That is true. <laughs> I just feel like that had to be put somewhere in our thesis of romance. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about some of the uh, things that they say in this movie. Because I, this is actually, I will say, I think the the one-liners in this movie are pretty high co- high caliber yeah um because at one point she's like stop shouting at me and he says i'm not shouting this is my get it done voice <laughs> <laughs> which i really enjoyed and then at some point uh, she, i think it, she said it uh was love has made me stupid please take me away <laughs> Which, in my head, or um, I think she's talk she she's talking about somebody else. Like she, she's not talking about herself. Because my brain went, 
Your Highness, my family is your family. Please, Please take, take them, them away. away. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, yeah, I, I will say that the, the, the overall writing and the dialogue in this movie, I think, is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I have one more that I really Oh, I'm enjoyed, so sorry. Go ahead. Which was him saying, I'll drive. And she, her response was, we'll take two cars. <laughs> Did you that was again, good. Katie? Um, yeah, I felt God like overall like, the dialogue was actually pretty snappy. And even when it came to like certain moments, I thought it was really they were I thought it was really well done. Like when he's telling Diana uh, that he loves her, there was he says something about like, I find myself staring and I can't look away. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was the sweetest thing. <laughs> <laughs> the sweetest realization that you yeah. like love each or you're falling in yeah. someone and also like she was snarky and i liked it yeah like like she's 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 sort of bitchy and in a way that i'm like yep i like you you are my kind of person but i also <laughs> feel like that's a testament to sarah rue yeah because if this was somebody else mm-hmm. doing this part and i mm-hmm. think you know who i'm talking mm-hmm. about there's a fight there's a there's a way to do snarky sassy and maybe possibly cold but then have those genuine moments that make the love story seem to progress or at least their mutual attraction progress and i think that sarah rude did that where she had the moments where she was warm and she was genuine and she was sweet and open and balanced them well with the snark and the sass and yeah yeah i think like that's that. like her being so judgy about like him not knowing yoga I thought was a really well done. Though I do want to, this seems to be a world in which anyone in the military has never heard of yoga. <laughs> it's not that they've never heard of it. It's that they don't think it's for them. And I, that it's actually one of my notes that, that this, I felt I loved the yoga in this movie just because I'm a huge fan of yoga and I find it to be very helpful and I get really mad at people who don't say that it's a workout because it actually it really is and I feel like I get more worked out sometimes doing this than doing strength training exercises Mm -hmm. or doing yoga and so what I loved was that a big butch macho man who is his physical activity that he's used to is running three miles and doing like whatever every day found vinyasa hard or 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 challenging and i wanted to say thank you to this movie for that because there is there's validity in both agreed everything is awesome (laughs) (laughs) um yeah because that's what like the other there the other um guy said he's like you know i'd heard of it my wife told me about it and i really like it i've been going twice a week and uh, and he, Colin's like, why didn't you tell me? And he was yeah, like, well, yeah, I yeah. thought you'd be embarrassed. I would fe- like, I thought you would look at me differently. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but like he, the other people on her team didn't seem to know what they what it was. You're right as about well. that. That was that was what I was just like. I don't believe these people have never heard of yoga. Never tried it. Sure, never heard of it. What? Um, Billy calls it yogurt. Also, for <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's a few more little things that I want to touch on very quickly. Do it. Um, first of all, I, I want to talk about Joe slightly because I am very confused that her profession is writer because this is somebody who seems like 
as smart as she is, she doesn't seem to have a ton of curiosity. Hmm. And because she she doesn't want to go anywhere, she doesn't want to like experience anything. All her research is done online. Like it, it just felt like what is she writing if she doesn't have any experiences? And she doesn't talk to anybody. Mm. Like, you know, like she she clearly has never even interviewed a seal. She just did all of her research online. Yeah. Um and she's never been on a plane and she's never been out of the country. You know, like it just felt very like odd to me. Um I hear that. I hear that. Uh the other thing I really want to uh talk about is the book cover photo shoot. Because this bothered me to no end. So they they have their book cover photo shoot. They take this picture uh, that ends up on the cover. It's a picture of Colin and, and Joe, like, gazing at each other. The picture on the cover crops out half their face. So you, you can't. You can't tell who it actually is because I don't think it was Sarah Rue and Steve Mason. Because she has blonde hair in that <laughs> Well, picture. that's part of it. Sarah Rue is dark hair, a floral jacket. On the cover of this book is a blonde in a red jacket. You know, like I can see you changing the color of the jacket, but I think it would be difficult to go from floral to solid, mm-hmm. I was confused. Well, I, I kind of wondered because they originally had like models, and I did neglect it. I wanted to go back and see what the models were wearing to see if maybe they had told the model to do what Sarah was doing, and that's how they got the shot. You know why? The, uh, so here, here's the thing. Okay, her book covers until that photo never have women. There were no female models. Oh. Oh, my. So should we go into Hallmark Hallmarks? Hallmark Hallmarks. All right. Uh, So she doesn't want love. Awesome. Uh, They literally bumped into each other. Is their meat cute? Uh, We have empty coffee cups that even make empty sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, after antagonistic meet cute, they go to the same place. <laughs> uh, burned by love once, never try again. <laughs> Hate each other, but have to work together. Uh, we sort of have an interrupted kiss, even though That's they're interrupted true. by themselves. <laughs> Good. I, you're right. I didn't translate that, but yes. Um, misunderstanding, uh, yeah, misunderstanding, and I mean with, like, seeing him with someone else. I called it misinterpreted sighting. Ooh, that's a really good way of saying it. Good job. Lock that down. Let's lock that in. Um, and my last one that I put down was running to the airport to catch the man. Yeah. I'm I'm out, so. Sweet. Nice. Cool. Pretty parade. Um, so I have two. One is is very wide, wide, um, which is that they put Sarah Rue in a lot of purple, and I think that works for her. Um, I, I liked yeah. it. Um, and my second one was she's wearing this jumpsuit at the launch party thing, and I wish I could pull off something like that. I don't have the 
body for it, but I liked it. <laughs> I think just across the board, whoever dressed Sarah Rue was on point. Because um, I have three pretty parades, and two of which are also things that she wore. Um, one of the first things that she wears that I want to mention is the white skirt that she wears when she goes into the um, publisher's office when she first meets Colin. It's this like white, floral, flouncy, like A-line little skirt. It's so cute and I need it. And I also loved her bathing suit. It was a one-piece black bathing suit with these like thin Mm -hmm. gold coils around it. So I just thought it was really elegant and lovely for like a one-piece. I thought it was kind of sexy and cute. But my last pretty parade, and I don't know if this is just because I'm continuing Mm -hmm. to watch too much HGTV, Mm -hmm. but I have serious house envy for her. Her apartment and, or I guess house. House. And yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a home. It seems small, but it also has a patio outside. There's a plant in like every nook and cranny. Her couch was this like velvety hunter green. Um, the patio outside just looked so beautiful and perfect. I was all about it. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She has a good home. I agree. Yep. Uh, I think you should start across the universe, Katie. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so this across the universe um, is in conjunction with previous podcast Snow Coming. Um, so, if you have listened to that episode, you might have remembered that in the movie Snow Coming, there is a, a scene at a library uh, where someone's being recommended a book, um, and we said that the the book description did not match the book that was being held at the time. Uh, so the book that was in the hands of this little girl, the library, in Snow Coming is none other than Sealed with a Kiss, which is the book that uh, Sarah Rue is writing during the course of this movie. Same cover, same everything, um, and that is how Across the Universe was born. Yes. Um, so I just want to add on to that. Yes. Uh, something I noticed. So they're watching a movie at some point in this movie. A movie within a movie. Nice. And I couldn't figure out exactly what the movie was. I tried, but it it, it wasn't working. Um, but it sounds like sort of a Pride and Prejudice-y interpretation to me. Ooh, okay. Which is the plot that the girl in Snowcoming is describing sealed with a kiss to be. <laughs> she was describing like a Jane Eyre kind of situation or I mean but I I guess yeah they're they're all in it's same she was describing like marrying a man for his wealth true could have been anything written but it it felt the same era nice and and that's I was just like I wonder if if that means something I don't know I but I I picked up on it uh, the other thing that I want to say is that the end of the movie, when they move to New Zealand, I guess, um, they're walking around in New Zealand, and they might just be starting the Hallmark movie Pearl in Paradise. <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought about, so when they're walking around in New Zealand, it's literally just one shot of a lot of vegetation that could be jungle-esque. And I was like, this seems like a very interesting, like, side of an office building in California. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. They didn't go anywhere. It's very clear. But. (laughs) 
You know, this is the second time that Pearl in Paradise has been mentioned of, of the weekend that we're recording this. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, just going to say that we should do that one sometime. All right. I'm, a, I'm up for it. You know? It's a fun one. It is a fun one. Um, All right. New and yeah. noteworthy? Um, so my new and noteworthy was that the we have a relationship that shows up in Hallmark a lot of a sister um, who raises their sibling. Mm. But in most versions, it is that sister who is the lead. Oh. And this is she is the she is the sister. She raises the lead. And I thought that was a differently different interpretation of that dynamic. You're right. We don't see that very often. Um I think that this the the ultimate plot points of this movie are relatively new. Um it's not often that like the reason they're thrown together is doing research in this sort of way mm-hmm. um i don't know if i've really ever seen that before so i thought that that was a nice uh device yeah i also think that it's new at the time that i first watched this that she goes with him that's true yeah yeah she he doesn't stay for her they they leave that's true more often than not, um, you and I are shouting at the screen, you can be mobile. You can take your work with you. And this time, she she figured that out on her own. Yeah. Did. Ooh, did you have she any did. supporting shout outs? Uh, I, I didn't. I just always want to share, shout out Terrell Rothery pretty much yeah. in everything. Sure. And I think that I love her in this movie because she was the perfect uh, balance of loving sister and hard-ass publisher. Yeah. Um, right. She she was like a really good person who had yeah. all the right responses to everything. And delivered in a way that was correct yeah. as well. So yeah. shout out to you, miss. All right. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. All right. So um, I gave it a seven. Very nice. And it was deserved. They seemed to really go for it and have some fun (laughs) yeah but the big but is they break apart and he says let's do this and as we have said many times the lead in or lead out dialogue of a kiss can make or break (laughs) and i was not okay with that (laughs) I don't know why it didn't bother me. <laughs> um, I was only slightly nicer than you um, by one. I said I gave it an eight. Okay. Really, I don't have any big complaints. Um, well earned and they mushed well. <laughs> Good mushing is what I wrote. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was fine. No no big thing. But let's do this. Did, I don't know why it didn't bother me. <laughs> it, it it caught me in just the right, like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so in spite of that, Hannah, would you watch this movie? I think so. I, it was genuinely funnier than I remembered. Because... 
as we've talked about, we've both seen it before. And when rewatching it, I was like, oh, I'm like actually laughing at this a little bit. So, yeah, yeah it, it was entertaining. Yay! Me too. I think this one is super cute. I think Sarah Rue, honestly, in my opinion, it's, it's very hard for her to do wrong in my book. I think she's just so likable. I think she's very likable. My issue, it's not with Sarah Rue herself. Um, Hallmark often pairs her with people that I am less than thrilled with. That's fair. And And she often, this one is one of the better ones. She's often put in these really, really dumb storylines that's fair i think you are right about that i don't know if i've seen too many more sarah rue hallmark movies to be honest i've um, seen a few yeah I, I i think you know mostly just the other things that i've seen her in i mm-hmm. i sure i find her just enchanting um and i i also kind of just think that this one like you said it's funny it's bright i think they the script is pretty solid they don't get into too much crazy shenanigans. No, they really don't. And I like that she overcomes her obstacles in like the obstacle course as well as in love. <laughs> I think it's important. Yeah. And if you don't think about it too hard, as with all of these movies, it's fine. <laughs> like the fact that everybody encourages her to go after Colin because he's confessed his love to her except he did it in a book and wrote it down and none of them read it (laughs) so how do they know (laughs) yeah i will say that last moment is is pretty problematic (laughs) because they gang up on her and are like you should do this yeah you're like you should do this now (laughs) with no previous planning and you're like whoa uh yeah friends who's uh Hearts are in the right place and maybe need to learn to, like, take a beat. Yeah. Let's take a step back. This is my life. This is my choices. Mm-hmm. And I need a passport. Um, so, yeah. That was fun. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Um, so make sure you're following us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, where one kiss means forever, where one and four are the numerals. We've got our Saturday uh, movies. Uh, right now we're mid-spring fling. Uh, we're live tweeting pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah. And Hannah has introduced us to uh, some more of the murders and mysteries, too, on Sunday nights when those happen. Um, most of the time it's Hannah's genius that graces that because I, I, I haven't watched as many of them, but I love them. So uh, if you're doing this all for love, just follow us anyway. Or yeah. you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And the, that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. And as always, thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro outro music. You can find us stuff on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And uh, make sure to... Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. It really helps. Yay. So I hope everybody is having a good spring. Here's to warm weather, guys. (laughs) And everybody go get your shot when you can. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.
realize you get better at whistling.